This is Shine On, the Health and Happiness Show, and Ella's Leash Production. Heard as a podcast around the world, but heard first on radio stations 100.7 WHUD-FM and Real Country 920, 1260, and 1420 AM, all in New York's Hudson Valley. Shine On, bringing you healers and dreamers and people who want to make life richer. It's your time to shine on. Hi, it's Casey. Thank you for shining on today. You are going to meet a shining star named Coach Glow, Gloria Favreau. She has an end-of-year workshop coming up this month that can make you fearless in 2019. So get your list of goals ready for Glow. First, the bread Grinch. Dr. David Perlmutter, reminding us to cut down on the carbs and stop the sugar if you want a healthy brain. It's been five years since he wrote Grain Brain, and now, Dr. Perlmutter, the book is revised? Well, yeah, it was actually a pleasure to revise it, and the main thing that we learned is, I don't mean to pat myself on the back, but that our contentions five years ago about cutting out the sugar and the carbs and getting rid of gluten have been totally validated. That's why it's so exciting that this book, even in pre-release, became number one on Amazon and just this notion that we can make changes that are good for our brain. We always take the brain off the table when we talk about lifestyle. We know that women need to have weight-bearing exercise for their bones and there's a heart-smart diet, but it turns out the brain is totally sensitive to the choices that we make. All right. Why is the brain sensitive to gluten? And I'm going to put this in air quotes all of a sudden. I love air quotes. Uh, It's not all of a sudden. Certainly the research, even that we used five years ago in Grain Brain, mostly from Britain, uh, was very compelling that there are lots of people who do not have celiac disease and yet uh, that respond very negatively when they are exposed to gluten. And these people are called non-celiac gluten sensitivity. Since our book was written and now just last year, this idea was actually validated by the Journal of the American Medical Association. Researchers from Harvard made it very clear that non-celiac gluten sensitivity is a very real thing, can involve the brain, the skin, the joints, you name it, and may have nothing to do with the gut. You know, we live in a time when here in America there are 5.4 million patients diagnosed with Alzheimer's, and we have no treatment for it whatsoever. Think about that. And yet, we know that it's a preventable disease by and large that our lifestyle choices play a huge role in determining who does and who doesn't get it. So that's why Grain Brain was written, and that's why it's been aggressively revised, and I think why people are, are, are interested in reading the book again, because, uh, you know, this is something that ultimately everybody's going to be exposed to. I remember the first time I had you on the show, I got a lot of response. One was a woman I met face-to-face in person at an event, and she sort of, with the back of her uh, hand, slapped me on the arm and like, oh, yeah, given up Red, like somebody would really do that. Well, Casey, you could say the same thing about sugar and cigarettes and everything else people like. Uh, People tend to believe that humans have always eaten bread. And the reality is, you know, we've only had agriculture to grow wheat for about 10,000 years, which is a blink of an eye, you know, in terms of how long we've been here, meaning that for more than 99% of our time, we didn't eat bread. Our ancestors never ate bread, and it just has been introduced into our diet. And it's interesting to note that the human brain 
increased in size threefold until just about 12,000 years ago. And then since that time, since the advent of agriculture, the human brain has actually shrunken uh, by about 10%. So, you know, all that glitters isn't gold. And just because we like something, uh, that's actually a pretty good argument against continuing to do it. You know, so many of the things that we really like to do, we have to be smart enough to make the right decisions and not do them. So I want to go back just a little bit when you said sometimes when we talk about grain and being sensitive to grain, it has nothing to do with the gut. So people can develop skin rashes or have joint pain. How is that happening if it's it's not in the digestion? It does come from the digestion. I'm just saying, uh, you know, that's where all of the reactions take place that lead to inflammation elsewhere in the body. But my point is that, uh, as was published in the Journal of the American Medical Association just last year, people can have symptoms that don't necessarily involve the gut. So, you know, you might not have uh, nausea, bloating, diarrhea, etc and yet still have issues like headache or a movement disorder or difficulty with concentration or joint pain or skin issues related to being sensitive to gluten even though you don't feel like you have a gut problem so we've got to get out of this mentality that if my gut seems to be working okay then I can eat whatever I want without consequence even though every day I have a headache could that be related to food the answer is absolutely yes and if any of your listeners want the article it's called celiac disease and non-celiac gluten sensitivity published in the Journal of the American Medical Association in 2017. It's all on drperlmutter.com, drperlmutter.com. All of these studies are there in our uh, learn section of our website. David Perlmutter, MD, is our guest, and we're talking about Grain Brain now revised for its fifth anniversary. How should we be eating to avoid Alzheimer's disease? Casey, what a home run question. And I'd say the the big eyebrow-raising notions are, number one, eat less sugar. Number two, eat more fat. And doesn't that just fly in the face of everything we've been told? Can you imagine five years ago when we first wrote Grain Brain? And since that time, it's been absolutely confirmed. In the Journal of Alzheimer's Disease, Mayo Clinic researchers demonstrated that people favoring a higher carbohydrate diet had a 83% increased risk of having dementia, whereas if you ate higher levels of fat, your risk was reduced by 46%. So higher carbs, higher risk, higher fat, lower risk. So we really have to recognize that we got some bad information as it pertained to cutting out dietary fat. There was a time when, you know, you'd see low fat on this or that and you'd you'd think that's a good food and you still see it on on, uh, menus and you still see it on yogurt at the grocery store that low fat is something we should have. And the problem with low fat is number one, you're not getting the fat that you need. And number two, generally low fat products have lots more sugar and that's exactly what we don't want to do for our brain so more good fat not bad fat and definitely cutting out the sugar and and reducing carbohydrates substantially so what is a good fat then Oh, there are lots of good fats. You know, there, there used to be a time when you, you, you couldn't even say the, the notion of good fats. It would be an oxymoron, but olive oil, for one. In a big study called the Predimed study, added a liter of olive oil to the participants a week. And I do that uh, myself. One extra liter of pure fat olive oil in my diet every week and they showed a 40 plus percent reduction in the risk for Alzheimer's in people who ate more olive oil as well as reduced risk of colorectal cancer uh, and breast cancer so we really want to eat more extra virgin 
olive oil. And here's an important point. When you go to a restaurant and you say, oh, by the way, can you bring me some olive oil? I'd like to put it on my fish. The stuff they bring you is generally not olive oil. They cut this with canola or other oil that you don't want to be eating. So by and large, not a good idea to ask for extra olive oil in the restaurant. We go so far as, and I know it seems strange, but we bring olive oil when we eat out. We bring it because we know what it is and, and we like the taste. Mm-hmm. I have a bottle right here uh, in my hotel room. I'm in New York getting ready for uh, some TV stuff tomorrow. But olive oil is great. Coconut oil, the uh, oil from nuts and seeds, uh, oil and fat that we get from eating eggs. Do you remember in the day we were told we shouldn't eat an egg because terrible things would happen? Our children would be born naked or some horrible thing was about to occur? <laughs> then, oh, okay, eat an egg, but don't eat the yolk. Have an egg white omelet because we don't want to eat the yolk because that's where the cholesterol lives. Well, it turns out that the brain loves cholesterol. Even the heart loves cholesterol, believe it or not. So we've got to stop demonizing cholesterol, a food source that we've eaten for uh, as long as we've been on this planet. It's not cholesterol that leads to heart disease. It's oxidation, the damaging effects of free radicals on our fats that tends to lead to coronary artery disease. And we bring that about by having higher levels of blood sugar. Everybody's got to do their darndest to keep their blood sugar as low as possible. If you become a type 2 diabetic, you have up to quadrupled your risk for Alzheimer's, a disease for which there is no treatment. And I think it's important that people know the Journal of the American Medical Association has published research indicating that women taking a statin drug to lower cholesterol, ostensibly, have a 71% increased risk for developing diabetes from taking the statin drug. What did I just say? Diabetes is associated with a profound increased risk for Alzheimer's. That's a disease for which there is no treatment. All right, doctor, I just have to ask, how are we going to get through the holidays? Can we have a Christmas cookie? You know, you can have a Christmas cookie, but the problem is that doesn't mean uh, having a Christmas cookie uh, at breakfast with a croissant and a glass of orange juice that, you know, a 12-ounce glass of orange juice has nine teaspoons of sugar. Who knew? So you've really got to be careful. The problem with having a Christmas cookie is it opens the floodgates. You and I well know that no one, uh, you know, there used to be a commercial for Lay's potato chips where they said no one can eat just one. Of course. That's the thing about the Christmas cookie. Then it's the pumpkin pie and all the rest of the things that you think, well, it's Christmas. Well, it's Thanksgiving. Well, it's Columbus Day or my birthday or our anniversary. Whatever. Your brain and your cells don't really have a calendar and know that today is the 10th year anniversary of when you got your job or whatever it may be. So you really have to get away from behaving from what we want to really recognizing that our brains can tell us not just what we want, but what is really good for us in the long term. And I want to emphasize one important point, and that is why this really matters. And this is from a talk I recently gave to the World Bank is because, again, we don't have a treatment for Alzheimer's, and yet it is by and large preventable. And it's not that your guest today, Dr. Perlmutter, is saying this. It's what our most well-respected, peer-reviewed medical research is telling us. The problem is that, you know, most people get their information about this kind of stuff from television commercials that are saying, oh, you know, whatever, if you now have mild cognitive issues or early Alzheimer's, take this drug. As published 
just last month in the Journal of the American Medical Association, this is really kind of heart-wrenching, the Alzheimer's drugs that are sold in America to the tune of close to a billion dollars a year not only don't work, but they are actually associated with more aggressive mental decline. Again, it's not like your guest today is saying this. It was published in the Journal of the American Medical Association. Think about that. The drugs that are that people with dementia are taking are speeding their decline mm. mentally. It's like a blood pressure pill that when you take it raises your blood pressure. Think about that. Think of all of the, the people, you know, what percentage it is of the 5.4 million Americans with Alzheimer's who are taking these drugs and are actually getting worse because of it. I think it's time we call that out. And again, that was published in the Journal of the American Medical Association just last month. Food for thought. Cut the grains, cut the sugar, help your brain. Dr. David Perlmutter, look for his book, Grain Brain, just revised and updated. You're listening to Shine On, the Health and Happiness Show. We'll be right back with Coach Glow. Together, we can turn a stairwell into an ER at a moment's notice. Together, we can turn a rescue ship for refugees into a maternity ward. Together, we can vaccinate 710,000 people in just 11 days. Together, we are Doctors Without Borders. Doctors Without Borders goes where others don't to provide life-saving medical care. Learn more at doctorswithoutborders.org. Have you ever experienced a wish come true? For a child battling a critical illness, a wish come true can be a turning point. One song, one dance, one game, one adventure, one moment changes everything. Make-A-Wish needs your support to grant the wish of every eligible child. Visit wish.org now to help grant more life-changing wishes. Together, we can transform lives one wish at a time. Hi, it's Casey. Thank you for sharing the years with me. You know the Shine On Show is eight years old. And if you listen every day, Mike and Casey in the morning is 18 years old. And next week, we're going to look at some of the lessons we've learned from the Shine On Show this year. A bit of a 2018 review. Looking forward to that. Meanwhile, meet a fellow life coach who is celebrating 30 years of sobriety and almost as many years lifting women up to be their best. She is just a love bug who is all aglow. Coach Glow, what's her specialty? Well, I work specifically with women, Casey. That is my my direct audience. And I focus specifically on empowerment, addictions, and relationships. It makes me get a little teary thinking about all the good work you must be doing helping women in Westchester. That's awesome. Well, I love it, and I don't look at it as work, Casey. And that's from my heart. I mean that genuinely. It For me, getting sober gave me a life, and I need to pass that forward. I need to share what was so freely given to me. And I know what it's like to be in that depression and anxiety attacks and panic attacks and the emergency room and all the drama and all the negativity that went along with that and oh my god you talk about shine on I'm a shining star (laughs) and I didn't do it alone I had help along the way so it's not all coach glow somebody coached me it's beautiful you do shine now you have an event coming up yes December 30th at my office 
in Bedford Hills. And the name of it is The Queen of Everything Becoming Fearless in 2019. December 30th, The Queen of Everything Becoming Fearless in 2019. When you work with women and you're training them or coaching them or, or introducing new ideas to make them fearless, where do you start? What's, what's number one? One of my first questions to them is, what keeps you up at night? What tugs at your heart? Where do you feel your stumbling blocks are? I usually say that if you've got stumbling blocks, I've got building blocks. You know, let's let's help each other. We all have a little bit of fear in us. And for me, the start is really in just asking them to get honest and really, like, what is it that keeps you up at night? Because... That's where, at least I know with my experience, that that's where the fear comes in. What is it that keeps me up? What is it that keeps nudging at me? What is it that that is just in my way? You know, what what is the biggest stumbling block that I have in my life today? And for me, a lot of times, it is that fear. I, I always take it back to me. I don't ask my clients to do anything that I haven't done or that I'm not willing to do. And if they're not willing to do it, then maybe that's not the right client for me. And I'm not the right coach for them because they need to be coachable. What I'm learning, too, is with any endeavor, no matter who you're working with, you have to check in and check on their willingness. Because Mm -hmm. sometimes we have it. We have it in our head, but it's not in our heart. Exactly. And you have to check in like, okay, how willing are you to do the work for whatever it is we're setting out to do? And maybe the time is just not right. So when we come to Bedford Hills on December 30th, To be fearless for 2019, what are we going to do? Well, the first thing we're going to do is we're going to share a cup of coffee or tea to get to know one another. This will be in a very casual environment with a few other women. It is only from 9.30 in the morning to 11.30. So it's a breakfast class, per se. I have a song in particular that I want to play at the end to help the women really leave this class feeling fearless. Um, It is a song that I listen to every day in my car. I cannot share that with you because then they won't have to come to my class. Right. That's so funny. You know, Coach Glow, I have to tell you, when I do public speaking, and even when I don't, when I do my own events, I tell women, you need a theme song for your life. Because I have a song, too, that I sing every day on the way to work and every day on the way home. You need a song that's going to take you out of your head and into your heart. Because people say to me, what do I do? What do you do when you get stuck? I said, I sing. I sing. Absolutely. Well, you know, it's interesting, but I will share this song with you. There is one song that I listen to every single day, and it really gets me going. And I'll post it on Facebook and everywhere, sometimes at 3 o'clock in the afternoon as a pick-me-up. But it's that song by Justin Timberlake called Can't Stop the Feeling from the movie Trolls. Yeah. I can't help but move my body. You know, it's like change of thought, move a muscle. Even if I'm starting to feel stuck during the day, I play that song and it and I start singing with it. And I, I do it with my clients as well. Mm-hmm. Really puts me in a different different place, different mood, different everything, outlook. Yeah. I've played that song on the air and said it's like three minutes of therapy. Yes, absolutely. That's what it is for me. It's, that is what it is for me. And I can't get tired of it. No, me neither. Me neither. It's I, just... Good medicine. Good medicine. We're talking to Coach Glow, and she can help you become fearless in 2019. And what's your message for the women listening now? I live by this quote, and I want to share it with them as well. To thine own self be true, 
and remember that you are a priority and not an option. That is Coach Glow, Gloria Favreau. She has a workshop coming up December 30th in Bedford Hills. You can find out more when you look for Coach Glow on Facebook. Also, ladies, join a Circle of Women page. That's our little Facebook page where we get together and Glow will post to there too so you can sign up for her December 30th program. All right, look at this. Time to say Merry Christmas. Wishing you a beautiful holiday. Please keep in touch. Drop a line from the website casey.co, K-A-C-E-Y dot C-O. And I want you to know I am looking forward to so many new events in 2019. We have success circles coming to Mariondale in Ossining. I'm opening a food pantry at Mount Carmel Hall in Verplank in January. If you want to help me out with that, get in touch. And in February, I've got, just for fun, a Learn to Country Line Dance Night coming up at Mount Carmel Hall in Verplank. So many things we want to do in the new year. Do not tell me I am too busy. I wrote a very sassy blog to the people who tell me, you're too busy. You can find that at Casey.co. Oh, I was a little cranky last week. But I am in the holiday spirit now, and I thank you so, 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 so much for tuning in to Shine On the Health and Happiness Show. Now, our thought for the day is a quote from Justin Timberlake, who said, I got this feeling inside my bones. It goes electric, wavy when I turn it on. Off from my city, off from my home. We're flying up, no ceiling when we in our zone. I got that sunshine in my pocket. Got that good soul in my feet. I feel that hot blood in my body when it drops. Ooh, I can't take my eyes off of it. Moving so phenomenally. Come on, like the way we rock it. So don't stop. And under the lights, when everything goes, nowhere. When you dance, dance, dance Feel the good, good creeping up on you 
to shine on the health and happiness show for your entertainment only heard sunday mornings on 100.7 whud and on real countries 920 1260 and 1420 am all in new york's hudson valley subscribe to shine on on itunes and soundcloud and catch a show anytime at casey.co that's k-a-c-e-y dot c-o shine on